and welcome to the Vexillogicast. From the site of the 1876 Centennial Exhibition, I'm Simon the Cannibal. On this episode of the Vexillogicast, I'll be talking about the Flag of the Netherlands, and, as usual, straying a bit off-topic. As is common in this endeavor, I encourage you to hop on over to vexillogicast.com, that is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com, for show notes and images of the flags that I mentioned on this episode. Of course, you are cordially invited to head on over to the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal for discussion of this episode. A final note before we jump into the show, I had an amusing discussion on authority and expertise yesterday, and I felt it a good idea to remind you that I am just a schlub with a microphone. I hope I'm a factual and enjoyable schlub, but the fact remains that I am neither a historian, nor an archivist, nor anything else. If anything, I'm a sponge soaking up information and releasing it on command. So yes, I beg you not to treat me like an expert. I, and my guests, are just folks who like to talk about flags. The flag of the Netherlands has a strong claim on being the oldest tri-band, and possibly the oldest flag, still in use. It is, very simply, three horizontal stripes of red, white, and blue, and dates from at least the 1500s, if not before. It is one of the most influential flags we have, as it is directly or indirectly responsible for the adoption of tri-bands in many other countries. Before we get into its influence in history, however, we have to talk about the color orange. You'll note that some versions of the flag of the Netherlands, especially flags that were inspired by the flag of the Netherlands, are orange-white-blue. And this is sometimes called the prince's flag. This is the original, this is the... This is an alternate version. It's believed to be original. It stems from the Prince of Orange, you know, William of Orange, that sort of thing. However, for dye-related reasons, orange was phased out of use. As I often go on about, flags are a product of physical realities, physical limitations. And this is why you see the use of red, white, blue, green, and other very easy to make, very plentiful, and very color-fast vegetable dyes in flag construction. You don't see a lot of purple because purple was very expensive. You don't see a lot of orange because orange would degrade. It would. It was a mix of yellow and red vegetable dyes, and over time the sun would bleach out the yellow vegetable dye and leave the red vegetable dye turning any orange flag into a red flag. The orange flag is still a big part of the history of the Dutch flag, but again, it is not the current official Dutch flag, and it is accepted as a variant, and it is accepted in certain ceremonial positions, which I'll get into in a bit. To get back to the red, white, blue Dutch flag, I don't have a whole lot of history to talk about on this one. I would normally go into how it was adopted and who fought over whom and what and that sort of thing. But I feel that the flag remaining as it is, uh, remaining as it has for so long, overshadows most of the political struggles that happened in the Netherlands. So I'm going to jump right to flags that the Dutch flag inspired. Top of that list is the Russian flag. 
There are two versions of this story. The first is a more romantic story where Peter the Great saw some Dutch ships and wanted uh, this cool flag that they were flying and decided that he needed a flag on his ships. And so he took the Dutch flag and removed the top red stripe and sewed it onto the bottom. And so you have a white, blue, red Russian flag in the late 1600s. The truth is more likely that Tsar Alexis I had a similar issue where he needed to distinguish his ships, but it wasn't so romantic as, oh, I need to emulate the Dutch and that sort of thing, but rather that, oh, they're already using this tri-band, this seems like a good way to go. The Russian flag, of course, subsequently inspired the flags of the Slavic regions. Uh, this is the pan-Slavic colors of red, white, and blue. And you'll see this in a lot of Slavic country flags today. You know, the uh, original uh, Yugoslavian flag, uh, Croatia, a lot of uh, Slavic countries, past, present, and I'm sure future, will use some play on the Russian flag, which is itself a play on the Dutch flag. I should jump to the French connection, and both the French flag and the Dutch flag mutually influenced each other, although the Dutch shook off the influence a little bit later. You see, the Dutch flag, with its use of horizontal tricolors, uh, tribands, worked really well as a symbol of monarchy, as a symbol of the powers that be, the, the states, and so on. And so the French, as an explicit rejection of monarchism, as an explicit rejection of the way things were, flipped these, this tri-band on its side. So now you have the French flag, which is, of course, a blue, white, red, vertical tri-band, uh, vertical tricolor. So the Dutch flag and the flags that it influenced was a, I, I, I suppose, a negative influence or an inverse influence on the French flag, the design of the current French flag. The French, in turn, changed the Dutch flag during the short-lived uh, Batavian, I'm not sure exactly how to say that, Republic, Batavian Republic, where they took the Dutch flag and they added a little Lady Liberty up there. Um, I believe she's wearing a Phrygian cap that we mentioned in a, a couple episodes ago, but I'm not entirely sure. Of course, this flag was later rejected when the Dutch regained control of their own state. The big flag that the Dutch flag inspired, or I should say series of flags, were in South Africa. Of course, the Dutch had a colony in South Africa, the uh, later known as Afrikaners, and you see the, the Dutch flag being represented in the flag of the Transvaal, the flag of the Orange Free State, and the flag of South Africa under apartheid, as well as possibly in the current flag of South Africa, depending on how you want to squint your eyes and look at it. To briefly run through those, the flag of the Transvaal is basically the Dutch flag, again, a tricolor of red, white, and blue, horizontal, with a green vertical band near the hoist. The flag of the Orange Free State has the Dutch flag in the canton, and again, that is the area in the upper left closest to the hoist. And then the rest of it is kind of like the United States flag, except it is six stripes of white, orange, white, orange, white, orange. 
And again, this is the orange Free State flag. I'm sorry, it's it's nine stripes of white, orange, white, orange, white, orange, white. It's tough to tell sometimes when you are looking at a an image of a flag on a white background. To jump in the doozy of a flag that is the flag of apartheid South Africa, this is actually nine flags in one. This is nine flags on a flag. It is the prince's flag. Again, this is the orange, white, blue flag. And it is defaced by the British Union flag, which is, of course, itself three flags in one. A flag of the Orange Free State, which, of course, has the Dutch flag and the Canton. And the flag of the Transvaal, which, of course, is based off the Dutch flag with just the green strip on the left. So, again, this is nine flags in one flag. Finally, and I'm just going to say this, I, I really don't see it, but the flag of South Africa, uh, the current flag of South Africa, has kind of a red, white, and blue thing going on on the fly end. And again, this is the end uh, furthest from the flagpole. But it has a lot of other things going on with it that I, I don't think that it is necessarily much of a shout out to the Dutch flag. To leave South Africa and to head over to cross the Atlantic to America, the flags of the Bronx and Albany are both orange, white, and blue tribands defaced with seals, of course, because it's America. And both the Bronx and Albany are horizontal tribands. The flag of New York City also inspired by the Dutch flag, is a vertical triband of blue, white, orange, again defaced by the city seal, as one can expect from any American city. So that's a whole ton of flags, and that's not even counting the ones that are indirectly tribands due to Dutch influence. Uh, these are ones that lifted Dutch colors almost wholesale, but it's time that we return back to the Netherlands itself and talk a little bit about a nifty little pennant. On certain holidays, Koningsday in particular, the Dutch flag is flown with an orange pennant above it. This is a pretty nifty little callback to the prince's flag without actually flying a prince's flag. And it is an interesting way of modifying a flag without actually modifying a flag. I should also mention the naval jack of the Netherlands is a pretty awesome little naval jack. It is 12 rays shooting out from the center of, of course, blue, white, and orange, just kind of repeated around such that it's four sets of blue, white, orange rays emanating from the center. It, it, it's a pretty cool little flag. I definitely recommend you take a look at it because I will have no good way of describing it. And finally, there is a variant flag of the flag of the Netherlands, which is just the flag repeated. So it's orange, white, blue, orange, white, blue, and then sometimes again, orange, white, blue in six or nine stripes. And this was apparently a very old version of the flag, one of the first, because it was very easy to make those long, simple strips and sew them together 
as opposed to thicker strips, which would have to be often a single piece of material. Finally, I would be remiss if I did not mention three flags that are Dutch flags in that they are flags within the Netherlands. The first, of course, is the flag of Amsterdam. If you've not seen it, I recommend you take a peek at it. It is a very fun, very... Um, it is a very iconic flag. It is a tri-band, as one would expect, of red, black, red horizontal stripes with three white X's, three white saltires, along that black stripe. There are mixed opinions as to what those saltires represent. I have heard that they sometimes represent windmills. I have heard that they are supposed to be uh, asking St. Andrew to protect the city from harm, from fire, water, and the Black Plague. But whatever it is, it is absolutely iconic. It is taken from the coat of arms of Amsterdam. And it is amusing, especially if one considers the, the association of Amsterdam with sometimes illicit goods that is uh, a popular association made in the United States. XXX being, of course... Um, a label for explicit material. And I should finally note that the black stripe in the middle is sometimes considered to be the River Amstel. I'm not sure how true that is at all. The second flag I just wanted to mention briefly is the flag of North Brabant. It is a red and white checkerboard. It is four stripes tall and six stripes long alternating red-white, red-white, red-white. It's just a very simple, very pleasing design. I could imagine it would be very easy to make, uh, much like a quilt or something like that. Apparently, it goes back quite a long time, fell into disuse, and then was brought back into use thanks to the state archivist Jay Smith, uh, who reintroduced it in 1959. It's just a, a nice little striking flag. I will definitely have an Link to that in the show notes. And finally, one of my favorite, most uplifting flags, just a, a happy flag, is the flag of the province of Friesland, or the Frisian flag. I'm not entirely sure how to say that. You have to take a peek at this flag. It is seven stripes, and these stripes are diagonal stripes going from the top left to the bottom right, of blue, white, blue, white, blue, white, blue. On the three white diagonal stripes are seven red water lilies, kind of looking like hearts, but officially they should not be drawn as hearts. It's a really cool, really striking flag, again incorporating red, white, and blue, and completely unique. I, I really haven't seen anything that strikes you like this flag. Once you've seen the Frisian flag, you know that is the Frisian flag. You know if it ever comes up again. And it's apparently very popular in the area, especially with the football clubs. So I hope you've learned something new today. I know I skipped over a lot of history behind the Dutch flag, but I felt it was important to get the influence of the Dutch flag out there and talk about just how big of a deal it is. 
As always, thank you for listening. Again, you can see images of the flags talked about today on vexillogicast.com. That is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com. Discussion is on the subreddit of r slash Simon the Cannibal, and there will be a link to that in the show notes. You can, of course, yell at me via whichever medium you prefer. My Twitter handle is at cannibal underscore Simon. And it'll be interesting to find out which state flag I decide to do next week. All right, best wishes from the Vexillogicast.